two. Check, check. Oh, it's on now. No. Mic check, mic check, check mic check. The gray one needs a little more volume, please. We're good. We're not. that's joining us online this morning for our, our 11 o'clock worship service. And isn't it a blessing to be in the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. Let us enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. All right, that was kind of weak now. Let us enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Did he bless you this week? Bring you through something this week. And we're going to praise his holy name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't think you heard me. Praise the Lord. Let's give him honor and glory. He woke us up this morning. It wasn't because we were so good. Because he wanted to, and we are so grateful. Oh, hallelujah! Thank you. Now, let us enter into this prayer this morning. And those of you that's online, if you would join us as we pray for guidance in this service. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, we thank you for your sunshine. We know that there has been a week of storms, Lord, but you spared us, and, and we don't take that for granted. We just want to say thank you, Lord. And for all of those people all over the country and around the world that are suffering from natural disasters, God, we are sending our love, and, and we're asking for your mercy. And, and God, we know that you don't do anything without a reason. God, right now we are asking you to look in on this little haven right here, Cade Chapel. Not because we are more special than anybody else, but Lord, because we did what you asked us to do. We didn't forsake to assemble ourselves together. And we come together, Lord, because we know that there is power when we assemble together and worship your holy name. And this morning, God, we're asking you to let us put aside anything that may be bothering us. 
We ask you, Lord, to let us put aside any small things that may be separating us. And God, we're asking you to let us build ourselves up with your love and with your understanding and with understanding that there is no joy if we're not serving a true and a living God. God, we ask a special blessing on our pastor and the words that he is going to share with us this morning. We ask you, God, to just empower him to speak to us so that when he does and he feeds us, that we will not be so selfish that we keep it to ourselves, but we leave this building ready to tell someone that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Help us, God, to be the witnesses you want us to be. Let us be the light that shines in this community. And we will ever be so grateful. And Lord, on these anointed voices, from the urshers, gatekeepers, to the deacons, to the mothers, to the members of the church, let us be lifted up in your glory this morning. And it is in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. And all the saints say amen, amen, and amen again. And now our wonderful music team will give us that opening song of praise.
Good morning. Our scripture reading for today will come from Ephesians 6, verses 12 and 13. And it reads, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. May the Lord have a blessing on the readers and hearers and the doers of his word. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to enter again into your house of prayer. Father, we made a conscious decision to be here this morning to give you the honor and the praise that you so deserve. And Father, while we're here, we would just ask that you would look in on those who are sick. For those who are shedding, and Father, we ask that you would fill their spirit with hope. Keep the hope alive in them, Father, that you have all powers in your hands. And there, there is relief at the end of your fingertips. And we just ask that you would just touch this morning, Father, that your will will be done. Father, we pray for this sin-sick world. Father, there's so much happening, but you said it would. But you said that you would be with us through it. And we ask now, Father, that you just stay by our side, that we would follow your leadership, give you the honor and the praise that we do, that you are due. We ask, Father, that you would look in on our pastor this morning as he brings a word that it would fill us with knowledge and understanding and that we would be a willing participant to your word. And, Father, when this day is over, we pray that all is well in our homes, all is well, Father, in your, with your believers. These and other blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen. 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 Can we can we keep having a little more church? He said, they, they said, they said, I will trust in the Lord.
and exceedingly glad oh magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together you may be seated in the presence of the Lord for God is great and he is greatly yes somebody somebody knows it this morning God is great and greatly to be praised I don't know what you've been through this week but you ought to give God that you made it I don't know what storm you went through this week but you ought to thank God that you came out I don't know the problem, the pain, the hurt, or the harm that you've been through, but you ought to thank God that you're here. Hallelujah. My, 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 my God is good. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. I saw the tornadoes come through Alabama. Before they came and hit Alabama, they passed through Mississippi. Somebody ought to thank God for just passing through without touching down. My God today, my God today, and we certainly, we certainly are in prayer for our brothers and sisters in our neighboring state of Alabama. We, we lift them up to the Lord. We certainly are already in contact with our disaster relief uh, team and, and those who do disaster relief in the Selma, Montgomery, Alabama area. Uh, we are discussing what the needs are at this very moment. So we ask that you be in prayer for us as we do that which we can to bring help and hope to those who need to know that God is real. I said God is real. God is real. He's real in my soul. Some folk who are going through need to know that the Lord is real. And the way they know he's real is by how we respond. How we react and how we lend a helping hand to those who, who are in need. Amen. God bless you. God bless you and God keep you. We want to thank each of you for your prayers over the course of last week for our delegates who traveled uh, to Birmingham, Alabama for the midwinter 
uh, board meeting of our National Baptist Convention USA Incorporated. Kay Chapel was well represented, amen? And we thank God for the delegates who went and that those who came to even support me, your pastor, as, as we ministered uh, during the week, and, and God, uh, God blessed us, amen? Amen. And so we're grateful for what we are yet doing. Keep our convention uh, in your prayers, our national convention in your prayers. Amen. Keep our state convention in your prayers. Amen. Uh, this work that we do is for the glory of God. And not that we're lifting any of ourselves up, but we're lifting him up. The Lord said, if I wish I had somebody who would go with me, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. Amen. One reminder, Circle of Meekness is collecting personal care items for women to be donated to the Butterflies uh, by Grace Defined by Faith Project. Amen. I hope I said that right. Uh, this project supports victims of domestic violence. Donations are going to be collected in the Fellowship Hall uh, next Sunday through Feb February 19th. And so we ask that you keep those uh, donations in your prayers and in your minds as you uh, uh, give to those who are in need, those who have been suffering from domestic abuse and domestic uh, violence. Amen. God, God, God is a covering, uh, but, but we are those who are compassionate. Uh, when people have been hurt and abused and misused by violence and by hatred, uh, thank God for the people of God who come with covering and compassion. Uh, to let them know that the Lord has not forgotten about them. Amen. On tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. at the New Horizon Church there on Ellis Avenue, there's the Martin Luther King Breakfast. Uh, it is open to the public, and so we ask that you all uh, support the Martin Luther King Breakfast at 7.30 a.m. at the New Horizon Church uh, on Ellis Avenue. Also, Civil Rights Museum uh, is free, uh, open to the public, uh, without any charge on today and on tomorrow. So if you're looking for something to do while we celebrate uh, this great pastor and prophet that we call Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, the Civil Rights Museum is an activity that might help to support your understanding and celebration of what we as a people uh, have endured and have fought for uh, in our fight for civil rights. Today and tomorrow uh, is open and free to the public. Amen? Amen. Reverend Dunn is coming now with our spoken word. God bless you. What an awesome God we serve. And I'm so glad that Jesus is Lord. Well, it's tithes and offer time. This is the time where we bless the Lord through our giving. Here at K Chapel, we understand that fully worshiping God includes our offering, which are given primarily for three reasons. The first reason is demonstrates our obedience to God's word. The second reason is a sign of God's thanksgiving to God for fulfilling and fulfilling all our needs in our lives. And the third reason why we give is simply because we want to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here within our cities, throughout our nation, and even around the world through Cage Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by use of the traditional method, using an envelope. You can mail it in, or you can drop it off by the office. Or you can use the Cage Chapel app. And for those of you that are with us by live stream, 
you too can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your screen. So how much you give, whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so without grudging or of necessity. For God loves a God bless you. <laughs> Love 
for these gifts we thank you for the givers and now father we ask that you would bless these offerings that they may land where you have where you see fit father we give you the honor and the praise for all that has been given and in Jesus name we thank you amen says rejoice always pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you praying for others is not only a blessing for us to do but it's also a vital part of living the Christian life one way we can strengthen our relationship with the Lord is by praying for one another. Let us continue to pray for all of our bereaved families. Uh, we have Sister Singleton and the Gray family. We ask your prayer for those families. There are rec the recently lost, lost loved ones are, well, Kate Chapel lost another longtime member, Sister Marilyn Walker, the film 
uh, for Sister Walker will be held on Wednesday, January 18th. 2023 at 11 o'clock at Pilgrim Rest MB Church in Carthage, Mississippi. Brother Lee Ewing lost his sister, Gloria Brown of Indianola, Mississippi. The funeral for Mrs. Brown will be held on Saturday, January 21st, uh, 2023 at 11 o'clock at Greater New Jerusalem Kojic Church in Indianola, Mississippi. The funeral for Brother Archie Singleton was held on yesterday here at Cade Chapel. The funeral for Mr. Richard Gray, the father of Sister Maurice Gray Biggers and Sister Yolanda Gray Davis was held on yesterday at Pilgrim Rest Church in Madison, Mississippi. <clears throat> there are those in the hospital and nursing home and rehab. Sister Jackie Simmons, Dignity Minnie Ellis, Mr. Aaron Thompson, uh, Sr., Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, Brother Benny Larry, and Brother Al Buchanan. Those who are recovering at home include Sister uh, Frankie Johnson, Sister Marilyn Langfort, Brother Charles Hodge, Sister Polly Johnson Williamson, Sister Demetria Devonport, Sister Anita Shaw, Sister Catherine Kilpatrick, Sister Gloria Greer, Brother Levi, Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, Sister Shirley Swims, and Brother Sammy Henderson. Also, <clears throat> we ask you to continue prayers uh, for them. There's a card that comes to us from uh, Sister uh, Demetria, Demetria Young, and it reads, To my Kate Chaplin family, thanks for making a hard time easier. Thank you for reaching out during the passing of my mother, Miss Margaret Luckett. Uh, trust, trust, I, I suppose I got that right. And it comes from Demetria Young and family. God bless. We ask that you continue to pray for these and other loved ones. God bless you.
those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And when your worship is truly worship, it does not matter who's leading the worship. When your worship is truly worship, it does not matter who's singing. When your worship is truly worship, it does not matter if they sing your song or call your name. When your worship is truly worship, you can get past your personal preference and give God what's due his name. When it's in spirit and in truth, you ought to be able to truly worship a truly good God. Amen. Amen. I, 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 I know what y'all talking about out there. I know what the word is. But when your worship is true, when your worship is true, I don't let what I'm not doing stop me from giving it to you. When my worship is true, I can worship him no matter the time, the place, or who's singing the song. I believe I'm a park right there for just a minute. I can worship him no matter the time, no matter the place, or no matter who's singing the song. I know some of y'all got tight jaws right now because you ain't been able to sing. And you mad right now because you could sing like they could sing. But I would that the true worshipers let's let's just worship the Lord. Can we all just agree that he's worthy? Let's not worry about who's singing right now. Can we just agree that God is worthy? God is worthy of my praise. God is worthy of my worship. God is worthy of me singing thank you Jesus and hallelujah. And, and I'm just going to give him the glory that's due his name. Hallelujah. Thanks 
be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. So, so since you didn't do it then, the Spirit of God is going to give you another chance to tell the Lord, I love you, Jesus. Can we do it? I love you, Jesus. <laughs> I worship. I worship More than my choir. I, I love you, Jesus. I love Jesus. I worship and adore you. I worship and adore Just want to tell you that I love you. More than anything. More, 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 more than my Sunday to sing. Lord, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore. I worship and adore. Just want to tell you. Just want to tell you that I love you. Tell him like you mean it. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I worship and adore you. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you. Just want to tell you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you more than anything. Yes. I love you, Jesus.
that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand i, I want to talk simply from the subject our fight our our fight on this weekend we we celebrate the daring courage and the determined commitment of prophet pastors sent to us by God. Amen. When Dr. King emerged as a leader in the fight for civil rights of Negro people in America, it was a different America. It was an America that openly discriminated against black people simply because of the color of our skin. It was a different America. An America that legally separated the races and legally withheld from us the right to vote. It was a different America, an America that knitted into the fabric of human relations and interactions a system of white supremacy. And you might say, not much has changed. And while there may be some, some sentiment, some truth to that sentiment, it should be lost that strides have been made. And with the gains, however, that have been given or worn rather because of Dr. King and a host of sung and unsung heroes and sheroes, we must remember that the fight is far from over. The struggle yet continues. And the reason the struggle yet continues is because evil yet exists. And evil produces its offsprings of racism, classism, greed, intolerance, white supremacy, and misogyny. We should not forget, Deacon Thorne, what we witnessed two years ago as insurrectionists broke into the Capitol building, disrupting the democratic process and disparaging democracy itself and desecrating the halls of Congress in the process. Seven people were killed as a result of the riot and an additional two police officers took their own lives because of the emotional drama and trauma associated 
with that day. That was certainly a physical struggle. But it was not a struggle about flesh and blood. This was not a personal conflict, but a political conflict. And if you by chance thought it was over, the 15 round election of a new speaker of the house should let you know that the ideological struggle that started outside of the Capitol and broke inside two years ago now has offices, committee appointments, and seats on the floor chamber. With all that we face, the forces that stand to fight against our flourishing and oppose our advancement, we should not be afraid. But we should be informed. Informed of the politics and policies that threaten the welfare and the pursuit of happiness for all people. We should be informed of the legislation and the legislators who author bills to try and recall the election of our own municipal leaders. We should keep our eyes open to the agendas and the agencies that contribute to creating and maintaining disparities among people and those leaders who call for more blue-collar workers to boost industry while the wealth gap gets wider and wider. And while we attempted, Reverend Harrington, to make these fights personal, Paul has us to remind ourselves this morning about what our fight really is. For our fight is not a normal fight. Our fight does not involve fists and physical force. Our fight isn't some present-day phenomenon that only recently surfaced. No, we are but the present-day warriors who must be found faithful in the fight against good and evil. Found faithful in the fight against right and wrong. Found faithful in the fight against fair and unfair, just and unjust. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But principalities, that means that this then is a big fight. Principalities means that it is not personal, but it is spiritual. It's not a small fight. This is a big fight. It may have current characters, but it represents long-standing battles. This is a fight not over personality, but a fight between principality. This is a fight about the policies that entrap people in systems of poverty. This is a fight about the systems created in high places that keep people fighting with themselves rather than against the wickedness that pulls against the common threads of humanity. This is a fight about the ideologies that protect certain people groups while exposing others. Ideologies that create pathways to citizenship for certain certain people while detaining and deporting others. This is a fight with the internal beliefs we hold that calls us to look at our fellow human beings as being deficient just because they are different from us. 
be clear. Although it is, yes, an ideological fight, it has physical consequences. I'm not going to hold you long today. It is an ideological, ideological fight that has real physical consequences. A fight over real assets. Don't be fooled. This is a fight about real money. This is a fight for real assets. Fight for the airport, that's a real asset. Fight for water, that's a real asset. The fight for municipal infrastructure, all of these are real fights for real assets that have real consequences. But as believers, Paul helps to focus our attention and our energy on where to take the fight. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers, the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. As Christians, we must remain mindful of the fact that what we see in the natural is only a representation of what's taking place in the spiritual world. And when I keep that in mind, that helps me to not get too angry with people and personalities for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That keeps me from wanting to do harm or to cause hurt or to hurl insults at people for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is not about people. But this is about right and wrong, truth and lies, love and hate, Good and evil, fair and unfair, justice and injustice, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness. And while I would not dare call anybody evil, I will say that it is inherently evil. To withhold TANF funds from families who need assistance and funnel those funds to friends and pet projects around the state. I'm not calling you evil, but it is inherently evil. To profit from the poverty of poor people, it is inherently evil that 90% of the people who apply for TANF funds are denied in the poorest state in this union. It is inherently evil. To shame people who are in economic need by making them take and pass a drug test before giving them assistance while using those same TANF funds to pay for the connected and the elite to go and get drug treatment. It is inherently evil. It is inherently evil to systematically underfund public education and direct children who graduate from underfunded and under-resourced school districts to go and work in factories and industries and send those from resource districts on to college and university. It is inherently evil. to leave a city and allow neighboring communities to plunder the assets of the capital city and then with 30% of the population to try and strip that city of its authority by putting a recall petition in the hands of the governor. It's inter... 
it's inherently evil. There is in that type of ideology a level of darkness that must be fought with the light of the gospel. The light that exposes injustice and unfairness. The light that, that writes inequities and pushes back inequality. The light that Jesus Christ put inside of all who believe and who love God. But our fight is not a natural fight. This is not a fight with Junkyard Dog. This is not a fight with Andre the Giant. This is not a fight with the great Kabuki and Randy Savage. This, this is not a natural fight. I wish you WWE would come on and go with me here. Saturday mornings in the 70s, you know you were watching. Come on and talk to me if you can. But it is not a natural fight. And because it is not a natural fight, we cannot fight with natural means. That's what the other side found out in our struggle for civil rights, that they were not just fighting with us, but they were fighting the God in us. And they discovered after a while that they did not have enough billy clubs to beat us down. They discovered that they did not have enough dogs to bite us. They did not have enough hoses to spray us. They did not have enough jails to hold us. They did not have enough graves to bury us. They did not have enough of those things to keep us down because they were not fighting just us, but the God in us. I know that the generation of today is a different generation from those who worked and waited and gave their lives and their bodies to struggle. We buried a great civil rights warrior on yesterday, Sister Ineva May Pittman. Thank God for that generation of warriors who gave of themselves, leading in the fight and leading in the struggle. Yes, with patience, but also with clear vision, not afraid to speak up, not afraid to show up, not afraid to stand up. I would encourage all of us, however, to remember the words of the apostle. We wrestle against principalities, not flesh and blood. We wrestle against powers, not flesh and blood. We wrestle against the rulers of the darkness of this world, not flesh and blood. What, what does that mean, preacher? That means that chairs and chains won't work in this fight. That means that bricks and bottles won't work in this fight. Paul said it like this, the weapons of our warfare are not common, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. In other words, you may march and you may demonstrate. You may riot and you may rise up. You may write letters to your representatives and elected officials. You may show up for public hearings and town halls. All of those have their place and serve their purpose. But for we who believe, these are not our weapons. Ultimately, the weapons for this battle are not the same that we've employed over the years. They, they are the same that we've employed over these years. They are the weapons that we have brought us this far by faith. 
They are the weapons that have shaped our journey through weary years while shedding silent tears. They are the weapons that Big Mama taught us, the weapons that Papa showed us, the weapons that Jesus talked about when his disciples were trying unsuccessfully to cast out that demon. You remember what happened. Jesus looked at that situation and said, the problem you got is of this kind. He said, this kind that you're dealing with. This kind of demon that you're dealing with, this kind of devil that you're dealing with, this kind of fight that you're dealing with, it ain't going to happen with chairs and, and chains, but this kind cometh not but by prayer and fasting. These are our weapons. This is how we fight our fight. These weapons are spiritual by nature, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And that's good news this morning because there are some strongholds that have been built up through the years of institutional racism. Strongholds that exist because of structural discrimination. Strongholds that stand today because of implicit bias that can only be pulled down as the people of God bombard heaven with fervent prayers. And as you fast, and as you pray, put your war clothes on. That's what Paul is talking about. I'm through y'all. But Paul says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. In other words, our fight is bigger than us. Our fight is bigger than any one people or any one generation. But it is a fight that enlists different people at different times in different ways. That's what happened with Peter that day, I'm done. When Peter looked at G Jesus looked at Peter and he actually looked through Peter. He looked past Peter and he said to the power standing in Peter and standing behind Peter he spoke to that power and said get thee behind me Satan he did not talk to Peter he talked to the power that was influencing Peter he talked to the power that was talking to Peter he talked to the power that was causing Peter to act outside of, his, of himself. And that is what we are to do. As pastors, as people of God, we are to call Satan out. Where he is and what he's doing. We're to call out evil where it manifests. We're to call out injustice where it resides. We're to call out unrighteousness where it keeps company. We're to call out lies where they are told. We're to call out hate where it establishes a home. And when you call it out, get ready to be attacked. When you call it out, get ready to be targeted and ridiculed. Oh, somebody's going to talk about me today because I dared to call it out. But when you call it out, you will be mislabeled. When you call it out, you will be misunderstood. When you call it out, you will be maligned and marginalized. But Paul gives us the answer for how to handle it when you call it out. He says, wherefore take unto you the whole armor that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. In other words, in this battle, you might have to take some shots. But put on the whole armor and stand. You might have to absorb some blows, but put on the whole armor and stand. You might find yourself or your family 
under attack, but put on the whole armor and stand. And having done all, stand. Stand for righteousness. Stand for justice. Stand for equity. Stand for fairness. Stand for godliness. Stand for holiness. Stand believing that as you stand, the Lord will fight your battle. Stand believing that as you stand, that God is still on the side of the oppressed. Stand believing that as you stand, that evildoers will soon be cast down. Stand believing that as you stand, that what man means for evil, God will use it for good. Stand believing as you stand, that God has not brought us this far to leave us. Stand believing as you stand, that if God be for us, who can be against us? Stand believing as you stand, that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. Racism cannot prosper. Hate cannot prosper. Bigotry cannot prosper. Greed cannot prosper. Wrong cannot prosper. Stand. Stand. Having put on the whole armor. Stand. And I'm glad this morning that the Old Testament record tags something else on to it. He says, Stand and be still. Stand and be still. In other words, just take a stand. And when you stand up, be still. In other words, don't move back. Don't retreat from where you are, but stand and act like God is standing with you. Stand and act like you got a God that's on your side. Stand and dare him to fight against you and your God. Stand. And ask God to stand up inside of you. What do you do when you've done all you can and seems like it's never enough? How do you say when your friends walked away all alone? What do you do? You've done all you can and seems like it's never enough. Well, you just stand when there's nothing left to do. You just stand. Watch the Lord bring you through after you've done all you can. You just how do you handle the guilt of your past 
tell me how do you handle the pain what do you say when your friends walk away you're all alone what do you do when you've done all you can and seems like it's never enough child you just stand you stand you just stand don't you dare give up through the storm and through the rain through the hurt through the pain don't you to do anything but be still he said and know that I'm God see the salvation of the Lord will you stand will you stand will all of you stand will you stand on God's word will you stand for injustice will you stand for yourself and Will you stand up and pray for somebody else? Somebody you know that was done wrong at home, on the job, or in the grocery line. Stand up and fight the good fight. If you're going to get in trouble, the late Congressman John Lewis said, get in some good trouble. 
You get trouble when you stand for God and when you're doing the right thing. And will you stand and today I'm going to do something that's unusual. Will you stand and just thank our pastor for being obedient to God's word. Thank you, pastor. Thank you for your obedience. We understand that your obedience is better than any sacrifice that you can make. The door's open. The door's open to you. For those of you who are not on a church road someplace, uh, maybe you're considering joining with us. Will you stand and come down? You know, there's time to take a stand. In this church, Deacon Thickpen used to tell us that if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Will there be another? Will you stand? Stand up for God. Stand up and say, God, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stand. And when you leave here on today, stand up for righteousness for the rest of the day and forevermore. For those of you that are at home who are worshiping with us, there should be a, should be a number on the screen that you may call and somebody will answer you. If you want to take a stand just from your house, we'll work with you. We'll work with you on the phone and then get you in here with us and you can praise and worship with us and you can say, glory, glory, hallelujah. I took a stand so I laid my burdens down. You don't have to hold them. It's our fight. If there's someone who's asking for prayers for yourself, for a loved one, someone you know or somebody you may not know. If you come down, we have ministers to go in and to pray with you. Does anyone want to come down and if it's not for yourself, go ahead and pray for somebody else. But if you choose not to come down, just keep in mind, let us pray one for the other, lifting up each other's burden. Will that be another one?
as we prepare to leave this place today, I, it, it would be remiss of us not to mention that Pastor is participating in a panel discussion at 4 o'clock today at Mount Howe Missionary Baptist Church. Those of you whose schedule will allow it, please go and support our pastor at 4 o'clock, Mount Howe Missionary Baptist Church, as ministers discuss where this kingdom is going, looking at where Dr. King has already brought us. As we prepare to dismiss from this place, we pray that we'll never be dismissed from God's face. Lord, as we leave here now, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for the word, for the preached word, for the song that has been sang, for the prayers that have been made. Father, we pray that you go with us now and protect us. And as we leave and return to our homes, let us leave now and find things safer than what they were before we left. These precious prayers we do pray. In thy darling son, Jesus, the Christ name. Now let us all say amen. Amen.